Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on purpose discussions, and magical moments. Everybody, it's Kim and Eden, Talk Purpose and Truth. Hey, everybody. We have a continuation from last week because we, we had so much. Yeah, we had so much to talk about. Yeah, so we're going to go in a little different. Last week was very deep. Um, we hope that we'd love to hear your feedback. We we really appreciate we get we get um, messages on Facebook and Instagram and emails from people all over the world. Um, so it's really great to hear your feedback or even questions. So feel free to find us on there. Um, so one of the things we really felt was important to discuss, and I know Carissa's um, really an expert at this, is talking about complaining and judging others. And what does that do? Where does it come from? And I've noticed, you know, with, with especially with the pandemic happening, I have found that, that I've observed that some people, it, it really is a time, a lot of light workers and people that are working on themselves and their intuition and their calling and things like that, um, they, they know that it's a time to go inward and reflect and figure out what it is they really want, what is life about, what is my truth, things like that, get really deep and shed old beliefs. But a lot of people, that's very hard for them to do and it's very painful and they're instead going outward and taking that energy and judging others more and complaining more, which is adding to low vibrations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what do you feel about that, Carissa? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting. I just feel that it's coming up more and more. I feel like people are, have been hiding and like they're complaining and now they're like shouting it on Facebook a lot. Mm, yeah. You know, they feel free now to judge, uh, to complain, to be who they really are. It's like more transparency. And, um, it maybe I hate to say this, but it, it could be who they are and they're just being more authentic. Now they're not hiding behind something else. And yeah. And I think, you know, the, kind of what's going on in the world is giving them, they feel like they're entitled to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, the not complaining, I kind of look at it as, I don't know if anyone follows Byron Katie, but she has a saying of love what is. Mm. And, and it's kind of like being present in the moment and, and when something negative is happening, think, what is the lesson here? What is the bigger purpose? H how can I grow? I know I always think that way with my right. kids too. And, and so it's so easy to complain and think about, okay, why me? And how does this always happen to me? But it could be a pattern that's repeating in your life for you to wake up for you to be aware. And that could be why these negative situations keep coming up for you or um, 
if you're complaining about others, maybe that's something that you see in yourself. So I really love Eden said on the last week's episode about rejection. Mm -hmm. It was really about rejecting herself. So it's kind of like when you complain or judge others, you're, you're really almost saying that about yourself. It's really a mirror Mm -hmm. and that negativity comes back to you. Um, yes, I ha- I'm learning a lot about that now. Um, there's so much, there's so much to that. I don't even know where to start, but yes, <laughs> there really is. I mean, the, the, when, when people don't like being judged, they really should be looking in the mirror instead at why are they attracting people to judge them? Mm-hmm. What do they need to learn yes. about that? Yeah. And they, and maybe they're they're really judging themselves too and are insecure and, you know, and not really feeling, well, they're not really feeling their true brilliance, their true gifts of their Mm -hmm. true heart. Because if, if they did feel that they, they wouldn't feel that judgment because we all have that strength. We all have that spirit within us. And you can see that in others. When you Mm -hmm. see that, you see that similarity. You see, you you can't judge them because you see part of yourself within them. Mm. Right, right. I always try, you know, we're human, so we have our days, but I try to, no matter what, stop a minute and go, what's their story behind all this? What are they going through? You yeah. know, you have no clue what people are going through and what they've been through and what's going on in their life. And so it's very important to to try to stop a minute and go wait a minute before I say something or think something you know can I shift that and look at it differently for that person and then also I feel the more I have found that the more I stand in my truth and learn to love myself and step into my power of of how I was made because there is no one like me just there's no one like you um then I get less judgment. I don't really get any judgment because I'm happy with myself. So I'm not attracting that or putting that out to get back. That's so insightful. What a gift you just gave everybody. That's (laughs) incredible. Yeah, It, it, it is. When you stand in your power, like Kim said, you you will, people will bounce off you. They'll find that there's nothing to judge because it's just pure light and love exuding out of you. It's like this energy, this wall around you and that, that negativity and judgment can't get through. But if it does, it's not to say there's anything wrong with you. It's just like Kim was saying, have compassion for them. Exactly. What are they going through? How can I be less judgmental in my own life and reflect that to others? Right. I want to read a a quote from Jay Shetty about that, that I think is really powerful. I'm reading his book, um, Think Like a Monk. And he Mm -hmm. says, remember, saying whatever we want, whenever we want, however we want, is not freedom. Real freedom is not feeling the need to say these things. Mm. And I think that's another power is that then you're, you don't feel the need to complain because you're able to shift your view and reframe it and look at it a different way. And you don't feel the need to say, like if you're in a conversation and they don't agree with you, you're just comfortable and good with yourself. So you don't feel this need to 
Blurt out your opinion and try to make mm -hmm. them feel you're right because that's actually yeah. very ego. Yeah. So there is that. There's a lot of the righteousness going on right now. A lot of people who are coming out of the of hiding, being more righteous and uh, victim mentality. Right. Right. And I so think want to, you know, I do want to make a point that we're human. So we're going to, I mean, I am complaining once in a while about stuff that's going on. I am, you know, bitching and complaining or, or, you know, saying something's ridiculous sometimes because I'm human and we got to get it out if it's coming up. Mm -hmm. But I always say, well, you know what, let me let that be 10% of the time, you know, um, let that out and then go and intentionally really work on reframing and looking at things in a, in a growth mindset, in a positive mindset on what can, what can I get from this in a, in a positive way? Yeah. And, and it's like not beating yourself up if you do it, you know, like catching yourself, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, but I think that's a good way to look at it, Kim, where you're just doing it sometimes. And yeah. And of course you have people close to you and it's almost like a habit to complain together and, and then you commiserate and you, you feel like, Oh my God, I got it. I got to have something to complain about because they're all complaining and uh, yeah. we're in conversation yes. and I don't know, I don't know what to say. So I'm going to have to come up with something. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so oh, that's, yeah. That so, we've, we've both found that a lot lately that we're, I think it's just that we're growing apart from people. We're just not mm. in that same place. Yeah. Or, and right, yeah. right. Because you'll um, find that as you evolve spiritually, like Kim was saying, you just want to stand there and observe. You're like being yes. the observer. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of people Funny, talking reminds, about it. That reminds me back when I, I taught special ed years ago and um, God, it was quite a lot of years ago now. And at first when I, when I started doing it, I'd go to the teacher's lounge and it was like that. I literally was like, what if they, what if I'm annoying to them? Cause they think I'm too happy. So I would try to think of things that were wrong oh. or even going in with a disempowered posture on purpose to fit in. And then wow. I, soon, I soon realized this is making me feel drained and negative. So I started to regularly just hang out in my classroom with my assistants and I was much happier. Wow. That's yeah. eye opening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, see, That's you have to know that. Who you're, who are you hanging out with? You know, do you need to shift that? Is it bringing you down? Or unfriend them. No, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. It, or ignore, ignore it. Ignore avoid, it, you know? avoid. Yeah. Avoid at all costs. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's shift gears. Can you talk about generational sadness? Yeah. So I feel that in, in just tuning in to people when I heal them, it's actually in our DNA and has to come out at some point, uh, whether it's through tears or through anger, through screaming, like it has to be released physically and spiritually. And it's not only sadness of generations through war and trauma and abuse, it's also just our whole societal sadness of things that have happened over time. So all of this is in our DNA and it comes up for us as issues 
uh, whatever it might be, emotional issues or um, issues with our family. And it's just passed on from generation to generation. Hmm. You know, I know. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I no, mean, it's I, just fascinating. I mean, I even little weird things like I move my fingers this weird way without even knowing it, like all the time I'll be doing it. And it was what my grandpa did. And I, I can't help it. And like it happened, my, my daughters will be like, you're doing that again. I'm like, I don't even know I'm doing it. And he would do that. So mm. I even inherited that. So you can inherit like, you know, somebody being ornery and you, you can unlearn it and release it, but you can, you can inherit it. So that's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes we don't know that it's not ours, mm -hmm. right? Isn't there a difference yeah. between it being our own pain or mm -hmm. ancestral yeah definitely i think it just is so intertwined into who we are until we become awake that maybe this emotion is is not mine maybe this is something that's coming up that needs to be healed from my grandmother's grandmother yeah. you know where it might not have been directly related to you, your mom or your father, it could have been a few generations down, which frequently it is. Yeah. I would say uh, typically seven generations back. Mm -hmm. um, so, so anyways, it, you wouldn't know, you really wouldn't know unless somebody could see that within you. Oh, yeah. this is not your sadness. Yeah. So this is something that needs to be healed and removed from your DNA. And then you can move on and lift that heaviness, that heavy energy of what has happened to them in the past. Incredible. Wow. I know. Mm -hmm. Well, so we, since last part one, we talked a lot about energy and um, spiritual and physical detox. And we talked a little bit about Eden feeling um, kind of a low energy for spiritual detox. So we would love for you to talk a little bit about um, what contributes to feeling that low energy. And then if you could do a little mini clearing on Eden just to demonstrate um, so people can know what that's like. Yeah. Are, are we going to end on that? Um, we, we'll, see, we'll see how long it takes. <laughs> yeah, we, okay. have, we have about 10 minutes left. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you know, what's interesting is about 10, 15, maybe 15 years ago, I went to this um, workshop where they had all these healers and you could sit down and pay, you know, 10, $15 and, and do a little healing. And this woman said to me, this is before I realized I had abilities. This woman said to me, oh, your grandparents are with you. And I was like, oh, okay. And spirit. She's like, yeah, they, they felt like they never spent enough time with you. Oh. And so they're here now. They, they are with you all the time. Hmm. And so I thought, oh, that's so sweet. And she's like, oh, no, no, we need to ascend them to heaven mm. because I thought it was a good thing to be honest, to have relatives around you. I didn't, at that point, I hadn't really thought about attachment, mm -hmm. but she also told me, she said, Oh, you are a portal. Spirits come to you to be healed and to mm. ascend to heaven. Mm -hmm. and was that so, shocking to you? 
I was, well, I was kind of like, really? A little bit, a little bit. I guess I kind of felt like I had abilities and a connection with the spirit world. So I'll tell you as a kid, (laughs) I'm going to think this is creepy. I'm judging myself. Look at that. I'm telling you, (laughs) I'm judging myself. Um, I, I found comfort in a graveyard behind my house. Mm. I loved being there. I I felt at home. <laughs> I actually wanted to run away and live there. I had this oh whole plan. Yeah, I have. I'm going to build a fort and I'm going to live in the woods and this is going to be my life. And so, so I did feel like as a child, I had a connection to that world. I, like I wasn't scared of it. Yeah. Um. So, but, but I never had, I never had those abilities where, you know, some people can actually see the spirit. I can. You I can. can. And you can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't, which I, I I'm kind of glad because I think it might freak me out. So yeah, since, since I'm a portal and they're coming to me, I'm like, okay, but I can feel them. So, uh, so anyways, when, and I'm talking about Eden, I was doing a healing on her and I felt when she, she does her channeling that some of the spirits loved her so much and felt her open energy that they stayed with her. Mm-hmm. So, so those spirits, unfortunately are not healthy. I would say 99% of the time, they're not healthy. You want them to ascend to heaven. They're not meant, you can have like relatives come to visit you and that's fine. If they're just visiting, saying Mm -hmm. hi, sending you love that, you know, that's just a moment. But if it's prolonged, if it's continuous, they're always there. Oh yeah. They are so bad for your physical body. They will drain your essence. Mm-hmm. Because they want you, they want to be physical. They want to be um, in the physical realm. And some of them don't even realize that they're not physical because they're just in you. And, and so it is extremely fatiguing, tiring. I mean, you might not even realize all the symptoms that are going along with it could be a spirit. I know one woman that I healed, she had like a little scoliosis in her back and she had back pain for a long time, 20, 30 years. And I said, Oh, your sister died. I saw her sister in her back. Oh, wow. Yes. And I ascended (laughs) her sister and they had a deep love for each other. And she was the younger sister and And the sister had such a strong attachment to her. She was so sad for her death because Mm. it was an accident and it was unexpected. And sometimes when, when a death is an accident or suicide and, um, or murder, they're not ready to go. I'm just getting chills, Mm -hmm. you know, so they can remain here. So if you can imagine, there's just millions and millions of spirits everywhere. Um, so when, when I saw the spirit attached to this woman's back, I released it and all of her pain went away. Oh wow. my gosh. 
I ascended. It's such a beautiful, incredible experience. I love it so much. I love ascending a spirit to heaven because they're so happy. And then the person is so happy because it's like an awakening for both. It's an awakening for the spirit and the person. And then there's still a deep connection, but it's not an attached connection where it causes physical harm. Does that make sense? Yes. For me, it does. I've gone through it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So for Eden, when I did the first healing, I knew it was going to be intense. And there was just, because that's the work she does and she's just vulnerable. And so, uh, I think we healed maybe about, um, we ascended maybe 15 or so the first time Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, little by little. So you have to heal in layers. A lot of times your body just can't handle it because you're so used to it. It's part of you. These spirits have been part of you for so long. Like this woman I heal has been part of her for so long. Yeah. She almost didn't know her own identity. Wow. wow. So do you feel now that Eden needs any energy healing now? Yes. <laughs> we have, we have only, let's see, we have five minutes. All right, let's do it. Get it away. Get them away. <laughs> Oh boy. You, you, you really want to do this in five minutes and have our audience like see, see these, uh, these spirits get released. All right. Are you, you want to do this Eden? <laughs> well, yeah, if we can, okay, we, we're, we're, we're just kind of like putting it out there that this is just an example of what it could be like yes. what a session with Carissa is like, right. and it, we know that it takes a lot more than just five minutes. So sometimes yeah sometimes it can so so just close your eyes and get into a comfortable state in the stand and just feel a part of your body now Eden just feel maybe your feet and just ground your feet into this earth, into Mother Earth. Good. As you take a deep breath in through the soles of the feet. Good. And when you're ready, release. Releasing what no longer serves you. Good. Just feeling ready to let go. Good. So I call in. Are there any spirits attached to Eden? Yes. Any spirits ready to ascend? Yes. Okay, I get three. One, two, three spirits ready. Just breathing in deep on your own. So we ascend these spirits to heaven. Just visualize it. All spirits take the hand of God. You deserve to go to heaven now. Release from Eden. Her body no longer serves you. 
we belong. You can still give her messages. You don't have to attach. Any spirits that are ready to ascend, you may do that now. Just feeling the lightness coming off you. Feeling grateful to serve these spirits, to allow them to ascend to heaven. To these and they say thank you. you feel your body fully and completely be in your body? Yes. Good. Yes. And release. Good. Yeah, you did it. Wow. <laughs> that was fast work. Do you know who I they know. were? Did they tell you who they are? Or could you see anyone? I didn't ask. Okay. I didn't ask. Sometimes, um, sometimes you do, but I know we were in a hurry. I do. <laughs> yeah. I uh, was trying to be efficient. Right. I didn't well, know. I didn't know if I could do it on a deadline, you know? Right, right. But does it, could you feel it? Could you see them? So I always like to hear what my clients say because a lot of times their visions are so powerful and deep. Um, yeah, I think I too was like, uh Oh, we have to hurry. We have to hurry. Let's hurry up. So I, I wasn't concentrating on that, but I felt a, a lighter, I felt like it was something was lifted mm -hmm. for sure. Yes. Yeah. But I know when I do my sessions with you one-on-one -on -one and we're not rushing, it mm -hmm. is a beautiful process. And yeah, I, yeah, I think part of the, part of the issue too, is this is your show and you're trying to be present mm -hmm. and conscious and connected and then also receive this healing it's a major challenge yeah but i, I think well, i did think it, it was, yeah and i think it was really wonderful that the people get to hear and see what that was like we'll be putting Ooh. up video video clip of that um so thank you Carissa. uh i think this is great this episode is released right around after halloween and right before oh, oh yeah uh, <laughs> Spirits so are coming out. For listening. Thank you for being here so much. Um, CarissaSims.com, everybody. Get her book, Change Your Energy, Change Your Life. And um, we'll see you next week. Thank Bye, everyody. Carissa, I thank so you. Yes. Thank my you. pleasure. Have a talk, great day. Talk to you soon. Take good you care. Too. Okay, bye. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.